What up, what up, y'all? Welcome back to the There's More podcast. This is Hannah Nitz. This podcast exists. I scream on the microphone every week. And all of this is here because I want you to know the news. Have you heard it? It's that there's more. There's more to experience in your relationship with God and your interaction with him. And there's just nothing better on the planet I've been a Christian my entire life, and this last year, God has just blown the lid off of everything I thought I knew about my relationship with Him. I was so focused on the doing and serving and church and small group and Bible study that I missed this sweetness of closeness, this personal interaction with God every day. Bomb diggity. It's awesome. So that's what this podcast is about, and I'm so glad you're here. Um, Did you click on this episode because you are so intrigued by my creative title? (laughs) Oh, word. It's so funny. Caleb read it. My husband read the title and said, God is bad at marketing and started laughing and was like, is this a marketing like ploy to have this as (laughs) as the title? And I was like, yeah, that's what you call good marketing. Someone's like, what is this? I mean, it's not clickbait, but it's it's just, it's a humorous title. By the way, I just said, what is this? My two-year-old son, Harvey, when he wants to know something, like what it is, he said, oh, is this? Oh, is this? <laughs> I think I'm starting to talk like him. Or he's starting to talk like me. Hard to say. Anyway, so glad you're here for this conversation today. Uh, hope you are enjoying a nice walk, maybe multitasking as you cook dinner. Wherever I'm joining you today... I'm excited for you to hear this interesting thing that God taught me recently. Here we go. I know we're supposed to say that God is good at everything, but he's he's bad at marketing. He really is. I'm sorry, God. Uh, I feel like I can say this because I was raised to be a marketer. My dad was in sales. Uh, My dad, for fun, would create poems um, about things we were using. He brought energy and excitement to everything like brushing our teeth and would almost like make up a commercial for the toothpaste we were using. (laughs) So like, I just feel like growing up, I don't know, my dad's so much fun. And I think he and his love of sales and marketing really made me... Um, grow my marketing brain. And it's it's still strong. I mean, before, um, you know, the last year of my life has gotten turned upside down a little bit with my career and what I was planning and everything. But um, I, was, I was in marketing. I've been in marketing. And everywhere I look, I see marketing potential. Um, I just had a conversation recently with my friend, Lindsay Phillips, who is a type one Enneagram. She's a perfectionist. And she was talking about how everything she looks at, she thinks, how could this be better? How could I improve this? Um, (laughs) My brain does not do that. The thing I ask myself every time I look at something is, how could I get people excited about this? Like every book I pick up, I think of a new cover design. Every product I try, whether it's like something in the kitchen a new pair of socks, or a hammock. 
I wonder what their Instagram looks like. <laughs> when I go to a restaurant, I'm like, I wonder what their website is like. Like my brain is always taking something good and something I enjoy and thinking, how could people get this in front of more eyes? Which I think is like the definition of marketing is showing the best side of a product and making people want it or excited about it. Um, According to Google, the definition of marketing is actually the action of promoting or selling something, which I mean, that's that's how my brain works. This is what I I always do. I take it. I want to show off what's good and get other people excited to interact with it, use it, buy it. Okay, so then I'm spending all this time with God. I'm reading the Bible and I keep seeing the word hidden. Like God talks about his hidden wisdom, his hidden mysteries, his hidden kingdom, the hidden knowledge of him. And I'm like, I don't get this. Like as a marketer in my jobs, my whole adult life, I have always looked at something and said, I need to take the best of what I'm seeing and display it. And even if you are not in marketing as you're listening to this, you do this too. Like we've been taught to do this with our lives. Our social media (laughs) has turned into a tiny little marketing page for ourselves. We show, we put forward these good things we care about, think about, interact with, accomplish. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. Like this is naturally what we do. Um, I've even noticed this with myself as we've been in quarantine for like two months now. I'm not putting on as much makeup. I'm not dressing as cute as I usually do because no one's seeing me. Like when I leave the house, I get ready. Like I do my hair. I put on, you know, some makeup. I put on (laughs) not a double XL stained sweatshirt that I wear at home. That's marketing. Like I I literally am trying to present myself in a good way or show the best of myself. When I take a picture of a picnic that my son and I had and I post it on social media, I'm displaying, it's not It's not disingenuine. I mean, maybe for some people it is, but usually what you're sharing and posting, you're not trying to be manipulative, but like you are taking a picture that you are excited for other people to see. Like we are all marketers. We really are. So I'm like, why is God doing the opposite? It keeps saying all throughout the Bible that he hides what I would say are the best things about him. It just feels so counterintuitive as I read these verses. And I'm like, God, do you need a new VP of marketing? Because your girl's available. <laughs> like, I just, I didn't get it. So I've been like writing down these verses as I see them and as God talks about things about him being hidden. And I've been trying to dive into why is this the case? Why is God so bad at marketing? Why is he hiding the best things about himself? So in reading these verses and asking this question, I've really seen these three main reasons. Uh, And I'm sure there's more. I'm sure there's uh, just mounds of, I don't know, books, thoughts on this. But 
In my own little heart between me and God, these are some of the three things that God has shown me on why he hides things and why your boy is not is not is not the best marketer. Okay, so reason number one, God desires humility. Matthew eleven twenty five says, You have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. God's constant encouragement all throughout the Bible. Like, I think every book of the Bible that I've been reading over the last year and a half has talked about this call and invitation for humility, having a heart that is humble, a spirit that is humble. And most things in the Bible aren't a formula that's not like you do this, you get this. Like it's not it's not that straightforward and just like follow these easy steps. But there are so many promises or um, like encouragements that are linked to a humble heart. James 4, 6 says God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. 1 Peter 5, 5 through 6 says humble yourselves so that God may exalt you. And the Greek word here for exalt means to raise up to dignify, to honor, and give happiness. So literally it's saying, when you humble yourselves, God will raise you up, will dignify you, will honor you. And then uh, that verse I read in Matthew 11, hidden wisdom being revealed to the humble, but no one else can find it except the humble hearted. So why does God hide wisdom? He's calling our hearts to humility. It's like this promise that when we assign ourselves a lower rank and have a modest opinion of who we are, God shows us hidden mysteries about himself. So the less we think about ourselves, the more we focus on God and think of God, the more there is to be fascinated with. I read a commentary on this verse in Matthew eleven twenty five, and it said, experts in things secular are commonly the least experienced in the spiritual. The wise and human understanding are proud of it, so they rest in it. God hides wisdom from these people and asks them to become humble in order to gain his wisdom. Humility is something that's confused me I think I've talked about that on the podcast before. Like, I was like, God, what's your deal with humility? Like, why do you value this so much? And this is why I say, dang, this is in every book of the Bible. Because because I'm curious about it, it's standing out every time I'm reading the Bible. It's like when you're looking for a new car and you want, like, a black Jeep. And then you get on the road and all you see are black Jeeps. It's like everything I read, God is talking about being humble and humility. Man, I mean, I was just, I'm reading through 1 Corinthians right now. And just this week, reading in 1 Corinthians 2, where it says, I know nothing except Christ crucified. The New Living Translation said, I would forget everything except Jesus. Like to have that much of a singular focus and passion that like, 
I would go in and say, like, I want people after they leave interacting with me to know about God and not know about me. Um, That sounds kind of extreme. <laughs> like, it really does. But, man, it's what the Bible says. <laughs> like, Philippians 3.3, we worship by the Spirit of God, the glory in Jesus, and put no confidence in our flesh. Galatians 6.14, I only boast in the cross by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. That verse then goes on to say that they speak with weakness, fear, and trembling in order to demonstrate the Spirit's power instead of with lofty speech and human wisdom. So people won't be impressed with them, but instead with God. That is a picture of humility. It doesn't mean that you can't do awesome things and be someone who people like know and take notice of it's not like you better go hide in the corner it's like when you are grabbing the attention of relationships of your family members of people in your life it's like through interacting with you they don't leave thinking that you're more awesome but they leave thinking that God is more awesome that I just made up on the spot but that's how I've been learning in my life what humility looks like and man Guys, go read some verses. Do a word search on humility or on humble and see how often it is linked to then receiving hidden wisdom from God when you have this heart of humility. It's amazing. It's beautiful. Okay, so reason number two on why God hides things is God wants to be our greatest desire. I've talked about this verse of my last year, Psalm 73, 25. Whom have I in heaven but you? But there is nothing on earth I desire besides you. And that verse messed with me because when I first read it, I was like, man, that would be nice. Like, Lord, I'd like to have a heart like that. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, I, I desire so many other things. There's no way that that would even be possible. Um. Man, but when we truly desire God and nothing else, it is a crazy spot to be in. I talked about this in a past episode called I'm Not Thirsty. Essentially, this story of God teaching me and showing me that as I drink and eat and consume him, that my thirst for other things goes away. And this is the second point of why God hides things Because he's inviting us to grow a greater desire for him. Jeremiah 3, 33. I call to God and he will answer. He will tell me great and hidden things I have not known. Matthew 13, 44. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure in a field which a man found and covered up. Then in joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys this field. I've talked about this verse as well before because, I mean, again, these, you read these things in the Bible, right? You read, you've heard that before. Do you actually think that that is possible? Like, this is such a beautiful picture of God being our greatest desire. This dude finds treasure, which is representing God. He sells everything he has and with joy buys the field. 
So many of us take that free part of salvation that we find this, you know, thing hidden a field and it's beautiful and it's free. But the gift of the gospel, like, yes, it's God does everything, we do nothing. But man, if we stop there, it's like we're missing a pretty cool part. God didn't just come to save us or to be this religion. He came to be our greatest desire. And this picture in Matthew 13 of this dude selling everything he has has become so meaningful to me because as God asked me for more of me, my hobbies, the media I consume, my identity, um, my obsession with my career and how people see me, I've had to sell everything in exchange for the kingdom. Like, the cost is high. So... Why is God's wisdom and mysteries hidden? Because as he becomes our greatest desire, he reveals more and more and more of himself to us. And this is something that's so hard to describe. It's like, this is why this beautiful invitation of loving the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength And all the other commandments hang off of that. It's like when our greatest desire is God, these other pieces of him all of a sudden start to make more sense. You've heard me talk about this before. It's like I've known these things. I've read these verses. But as God increases my desire for him, it just changes the way I see it because hidden mysteries and wisdom are being revealed to me, not because I'm super spiritual, not because I'm anything important, not because I'm even a serious, deep thinking person. (laughs) I'm not. Like, I just danced around my kitchen while making guacamole for Cinco de Mayo, okay? Like, I'm not this super serious, important person, But God isn't worried about that. He's saying, are you consumed with me as your greatest desire? And as you step into that, there will be more and more and more. Okay, so reason number one, why God hides things. He desires humility. Number two, he wants to be our greatest desire. And number three, like any relationship, God wants us to get to know him. Proverbs 2, my son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. Yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it like a hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom, from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice, watching over the way of his saints. As I think about this verse, I realize that God hides wisdom just like any other relationship we're in. The first time I hung out, with Caleb. The first time I went on a date with him. Shockingly, I didn't learn everything about him. (laughs) Our first date, I was 17. He was 19. And we got sushi. 
the first year we were married, I didn't, uh, I couldn't tell you like everything about him, everything he thought, you know, we lived in an apartment, we did life together for a year, but I, I didn't know it all. And even now we have been married a decade. I do not know everything there is about Caleb. Just today, (laughs) we were laughing about a story that I told him from growing up that he had never heard before. Like, as your relationship grows, think of this as a friend and a friend in your life. Think of this as a spouse. Think of this as uh, a mentor. As your relationship grows, you learn more. You lean in. You understand hidden pieces of that person. If not, your relationship gets old quickly. I remember this with Caleb's high school friends. He's had the same friends. A couple of them have been friends since elementary school. And then a few more joined their pack in high school. Um, And they always talk about that every time they're together, they want to create new memories together and not rely on things that happened 20 years ago. Like they don't always want to be talking about the good old days and the pranks they pulled in high school and always looking back. Like they are still seeking each other, still wanting to know more about each other and still growing. And it's like God does the same thing and invites us into the same thing. He hides wisdom so that we will seek him, so that our relationship with God will continually grow, so that our relationship with him won't be something we look back on and all sit around and tell our testimonies from 20 years ago about how we came to know Jesus. That's a cool story, and for many of us that was life-changing, but that was day one. That isn't your whole relationship with God. As we seek to know someone and build our relationship with them or intentionally want to know someone we're romantically interested in, like picture that, like this pursuit of God will reveal new and hidden mysteries about him. I've had Noelle Beck on this podcast before who has been such a model for me in this. I was on the phone with her this week. We had a 30-minute conversation about something Noelle is learning right now from her time alone with God that I had never heard. Like, it, it blew my mind. We talked about it for 30 minutes, and she was talking to me about it <laughs> like a giddy schoolgirl. And guys, like, that makes me love God <laughs> so much. Like, it's like, as I'm praying about this hidden wisdom that I keep reading in the Bible and saying, God, why do you hide the best part of yourself? Why isn't it on a billboard? Salvation could fit on a billboard. We sin, he saves. But a relationship with God can't. It can't fit on the billboard. Because there's depth. There's, there's this unending well of depth. There's more. God desires our humility. He desires our desire. And he invites us to this growing relationship, which is never ending and is personal. The more we seek and pursue who God is, the more we are joyfully ready to sell everything we own. The more we humble ourselves like little children, And the more that hidden mysteries 
just the doors blow off and we get to see them. And sweet friend, if you are not regularly uncovering the mysteries of God, that's okay. I lived there for a long time. I knew I loved the Lord. I knew I served the Lord. But when someone would ask me, what is God teaching you this week? I would be like, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know. And it's because I wasn't seeking him like I would a relationship. I wasn't pursuing him like a friend or a spouse. And now that I am getting a taste of this and it's the sweetest thing there is, I just pray over you, podcast listener, Psalm 73, 25, that there would be nothing on earth you desire besides God. Because as you move towards that, the hidden mysteries, the hidden wisdom of the creator of the universe will be revealed to you. There's literally... (laughs) Nothing cooler than that. I had someone send me a Facebook message recently that talked more about their story and some of what God's been teaching them as they've been listening to um, the There's More podcast. And at the end, they said, sorry, this message is so long. Um, I just couldn't figure out how to shorten it, which your girl can relate to. Um, And I responded and said, no, no, I don't think you get it. Talking about the more of God and answering questions about God or even just hearing people's story and encouraging them in what God's doing is my favorite thing to do in all of life. Like, I was like, never apologize for it. I'm serious. Like, getting to spend time with God, just me and him in my whatever family room couch bedroom sometimes in my car if Harvey fell asleep and I just don't want to wake him up so I sit there and spend time with God like spending time with God is the best thing in the world like there's nothing I enjoy more than that but very close after that is encouraging other people and talking to other people about their experience or growth or pain or questions around God so friend As you're listening to this, if you're like, man, what does this mean? Like, what does that mean to even be thirsty for his hidden mysteries or even work to seek this hidden side of God? Hit your girl up, y'all. I'm serious. Head on over to Facebook. Go to uh, look up There's More Podcast on Facebook. You can send me a message there or leave a comment on a post or head to hannahnitz.com on the top you can click the button that says say hello I am so excited to talk about this stuff and friend I'm so excited that you're listening and you're engaging and you're asking these questions and I so regularly am praying for the podcast listeners like God wake up your church help them experience this more because there's we can't receive something that has not been given from you like this is all initiated and started by God and if that's not the most overwhelming thing like oh my gosh that just sounds amazing speaking of amazing this week I was I've been going through um the book of Psalms like very slowly just 
sometimes when I'm spending time with God, I'll just pick up and read the next psalm. And I made it to the famous one this week, Psalm 23. And I've heard that, you know, a million times. I think I had to memorize it in elementary school. So I, I started reading it in different versions of the Bible. Man, if you just need a quick time with God, do that. Like pick up Psalm 23. You can download the Bible app on your phone. Read it in four different versions. It is so cool. So verse six, where it says, your goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. I looked up that word followed in the Hebrew and it said, pursue, chase after, to run after. Essentially saying like, God will pursue you, will run after you with his love and his mercy every day of your life. Word to your mother. That is amazing. So I hope as you listen to this episode that this was a little bit of God running after you today and saying, friend, will you pursue the more? Because it's there and it's available and God's pursuing you with it. And why not? Like, it's amazing. So thank you for joining us. Uh, Friend, I just want you to know it. I want you to taste it. I want you to experience it. To know that there is more.